The following episode of TOEFOP is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, sexual references, a sex scene, prison rape, time travel, and mild coarse language. TOEFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15. Minors must be accompanied by a parent or guardian. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. Hello and welcome to TOEFOP. I'm Charlie Clawson. <laughs> I'm Will Anderson. I, I love that because you practice how to say hello and welcome to TOEFOP like about five times before we uh, went to air. That's... And then you went with a very much like World War Three has been declared. Hello and welcome to TOEFOP. Yeah. Here's, here's your information about the war. It was more what I was worried about is uh, I noticed the last couple of episodes, our P, here we go, our P's mm-hmm. have been popping a lot and I was trying to avoid saying TOEFOP. Right. Which I've just done then. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we should have thought about that when we... Named the show. Yeah. Maybe we could... Uh, it could be uh, TOFO. TOFO. Yeah, like the P could be silent, like pneumonia. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah, or TOFO. But, like mo money. Yeah, that's right. Hey, TOFO. <laughs> it actually sounds tougher. TOFO. It's TOFO. 30-odd What's foot. What's up, oh. TOFO? It's kind of weird because we started calling it 30-odd foot of pod and that evaporated real quick. I don't even... I, I get confused because I've registered some things, you know, domain names and stuff under 30-odd mm. foot of pod. And when I said, I'm like, what? What does that mean? It's, it, we have we have changed into TOEFOP. Well, TOEFOP uh, it was what I always imagined it would be anyway because it was based, of course, on Russell Crowe's band. Yes. Uh, 30-odd foot of grunt, which he then changed to The Ordinary Fear of God but kept the TOEFOG t-shirts <laughs> and merchandise. Well, and I like the idea that TOEFOP can stand for anything. If people want to hit us up on our Facebook page or our website, and they want to suggest other things <laughs> that TOEFOP could stand for, I would love to... We could read some of them out on the show. You're asking for trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm asking for trouble. Do you find that... Or content. Because of the nature of this show, the, our banter and the way we interact, yep. that sometimes when you are contacted on Twitter, the people approach you with the same level of familiarity. Right. What I mean is they insult you. Right. They, they're like... <laughs> Have you, do you notice that? Like, I have a few people, because, you know, we joke about my hands and yeah. stuff like that. I will pe- I'll get people saying stuff from right, Facebook so if on you, Twitter. Right, so if you have a typo or something on Twitter, they're like, oh, poor Charlie, yeah. trying to work a computer with his tiny hands. But it's kind of like... It's like, like you're a Maya Oompa Loompa <laughs> that puts on this show and has to, like, type your messages with your tiny little fingers. It's not so much that. There have been a few Oompa Loompa jokes, but it's just more the way in which they... Uh, I mean, I guess I've noticed with, like, Kevin Smith fans who do the same thing, where it's because he swears a lot. Yeah. They wait, the way they interact with him is like, hey, fuckhead. <laughs> and it's kind of, I just wonder, like, is that the kind of, if I met these people in person, I'm wondering, like, you know, is that the way they would, that they would talk to me, in, in, like, face to face? Or do you think it's more like keyboard heroes? Uh, I would imagine that if Samuel L. Jackson probably hears the term motherfucker more than other, any other human. Like, because if you met Samuel L. Jackson, you would say motherfucker would at you? some stage. Yeah. No. Definitely. No. And, and I would certainly reference snakes on a plane whenever I could. <laughs> I'd be like, get these motherfucking out of the other people out of this motherfucking studio. Sometimes when I listen to other podcasts, they will have like names for their listeners. Yeah, right. And, you know, I was wondering Such what... Such as? Uh, 
Uh, uh, no, no examples immediately <laughs> come to mind. Uh, I listen to Mark Maron's podcast, yeah. the WTF, yeah. and like he, uh, he he calls them what the fuckers, what the fuckheads, what the you know whatever you know. Yeah. And I was wondering, well, what are people listening to? Tofop, Tofoppers, Tofoppers. Yeah, is that what they are? Well, that's what I call them. Yeah. I think I've referred to them on, on yeah. here as Tofoppers. But is that like the official welcome Tofoppers? I don't know. They can call themselves whatever the fuck they want. Hit so, us on the Facebook page. Yeah. Tell us what you'd like to be called. Tofopper sexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teabaggers. <laughs> oh, oh Teabaggers yeah. is cool. Yeah, all right. Have you stuck your hand up a cow's bum? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm not up its bum. Well, up its... Yeah, you don't stick it. What if is you, it? If you stick your hand up its bum looking for a baby, it's not, you're going <laughs> to be bitterly disappointed. Yeah. It's not a... Um, it's not a cloaca, is it? Cows don't have cloacas. No. Cloacas are... A thing a that you wave at the soccer. <laughs> oh, no. That's not it. No, cloacas are just a, a, a multifunctional hole, isn't yeah. it? You can shit and piss out of it and drop an egg if you want to. <laughs> I just love the idea of a multifunctional hole. I know, I was just thinking, actually. It makes your fucking like, bit sound like a Swiss army knife. I wouldn't mind a multifunctional yeah. hole. Yeah. It would make things a lot easier. What would your multifunctions be? So you could piss, you could shit, you could lay an egg. I'd like mine to open into a stargate. <laughs> Interdimensional travel. Yeah. You're not going to get many people traversing that wheel. That's the only thing. Like, well, I mean, even if you were like a Chilean miner yeah. and it's like, we're going to be trapped down yeah. here. And then you go, hang on, guys, <laughs> I've got a plan to get us out of here. And you undo your pants and you pull your cheeks apart and you say, this is a portal that'll take us yeah. back to the outside world. I reckon most of those guys are like, you know yeah. what? We'll chance it. Moongate. <laughs> Come in. I would love, because they would see how serious people are about time travel. Because the thing is that quite often people say, of course I'd like to travel through time. But until, you know, then you say, yeah, but before you travel through time, you will have to squeeze your way through a man's anus <laughs> to get into the Moongate portal. <laughs> then you would find out if people were serious about it. Gemma, unfortunately, has a nickname for my anus, which is called The Vortex. Ooh. And it came one day when... Uh, vortex. Yeah. It, it sounds, sounds like, like a gladiator. Well, I thought it was. I thought it was a bit like harsh until she explained why. And what had happened is, is, is one morning. Uh, yeah, because you don't want to insult anyone's anus. <laughs> the proudest I, part I, of their well, body. I'm quite proud of my anus. Okay, I think sure. it's good anus. But she was. Uh, she, she, I can't remember what it was. But she had. She just received news that had upset her. And I was. It was in the morning, and I was just trying to cheer up. So I'm like clowning around. In the so bed. you're putting eyes on the, your bum cheeks. No, no, and no. Talking no. through your anus. No, it wasn't intentional. Oh, I was. Okay. I was. Oh, I was in my pajamas, and I was clowning, trying to cheer her up, and okay. I. And I did a you were clowning? Yeah, clowning. Is that what you do when she's sad? Yeah, you, no, no, you no, do no, some no. clowning. I don't always do clowning, yeah. but in, in this instance, I was. Gemma, clowning. Gemma, there's a tiny car out the front. Come out here for a surprise. <laughs> I haven't actually been trained in clowning, no. so I'm sure there's probably guys who have gone to some like prestigious French drama school who'd say. Showing your anus to a girl is not clowning. It doesn't It'd be great if, um, like, you know, some guy's in a relationship and he goes, oh, clown around. But he does that really, like, French, the arty clowning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That isn't, like, Cirque du Soleil shit. Just stands yeah. there motionless for, like, an hour wearing a neutral mask. Yeah, but with, like, a tear yeah. or something. <laughs> No, in this instance, I just did a somersault off the bed because yeah. I was like, hey, look at me. But as I fell off the bed, I got jammed between the bed and the wardrobe, which is quite close oh. to the bed. And my pajama pants had slipped down in the motion of tumbling. <laughs> so Gemma was sitting in bed. And by the time yeah. I finished my rotation, <laughs> my ass was quite close to her face, but my pants were down and she was staring deep into what she uh, then named the, the vortex. vortex. Yeah, fair enough. And she said that, like, it was, it appeared to her that all, like, light and life was being drawn into this area never to emerge again. <laughs> the vortex. The vortex. So now whenever we hear the word vortex, vortex. it does make it, me laugh. I think there's Is there the, a movie called The Vortex? Ah, uh, I'm not sure. There's The Black Hole. Right. <laughs>
Which also sucked in light and life. Yeah. But there is a vacuum cleaner called the Vortex, oh. which often makes us laugh. Yeah. Remember seeing that for the Vortex? <laughs> sucks, up, sucks up all the dust. Clean your house with the Vortex. <laughs> I'm Charlie Clawson. And I'm Michael Chamberlain. That's right. It's not Will Anderson this week. Will is in LA, as uh, most of you know. So sitting in is our second ever um, guest, but our first ever replacement co-host. Well, you've found the most feminine-like that you could possibly find. Yes. Now, Michael is a, a comedian you've probably seen on TV or maybe heard or seen live or read stuff that he's written. But he's also my oldest friend. I've known Michael since I was 10 years old. Yeah, let me think. Um, yeah, we would have been 10. Yeah. yeah. I've got a feeling that the first time we met was when we were playing. Um, we played in the same cricket team, maybe. Yeah, or, or not maybe the first time we met, but maybe the first time we bonded. Did we bond about over who? Dirk, well, we must Dirk, have bonded because Wellen? like 30, 20 years later, yeah. we're still here. Yeah. So why were you weirded out working at ShowX? ShowX, uh, <laughs> it's maybe not my thing. Yeah, right. But you have to do this as like a, a writer. You got to work a job, something, you know, they can't all be writing for... What is it? Nigga got to earn. Um, what <laughs> nigga, is it? Nigga got to eat. Cream. Cash rule is everything around me. So <laughs> What? Yeah, it's, it's an anacronym. Is that the word? An anacronym. Yeah. Anacronym. So cash, C... Rules are everything at E around A me. So you just go, hey man, cream. Yeah, right. Cash rules everything around me. Yeah. That's fucking cool. <laughs> well, I didn't invent it. I'm not the, the most African-American of people in the world. But uh, I think that's from one of our, one of uh, a rapper at some stage. Yeah. So just, hey man, cream. Yeah, cream. Yeah. Cash rules everything around me. Is that what that Prince song was about? Cream? No, I think that was actually about semen. <laughs> I remember the first confession at my primary school, we were told, you know, before he went in, that the priest is... Uh, Have some good shit. No, he, well, they, they, what they said was the priest is um, Jesus Christ. Like, you're talking to Jesus Christ. He's absolving you of your sins. So don't feel weird about telling him stuff because it's Jesus Christ and, you know, his infinite love and infinite forgiveness. And so, like, you know, we were told, fucking reach into the darkness, you know. And I remember sort of, well, sitting in the pews in the church, like, watching one by one as kids went in. And this girl, I can't remember her name, it was Simone something, Simone Buckley, I think. I don't know. And she goes in. And then, like, two minutes later, she comes, like, bursting out in tears and the priest is chasing after her, saying, get out, get out! Like, basically chased her out of the church. No way! And we were all sitting there going, holy fuck. Jesus Christ, isn't he meant to be infinite forgiveness, infinite love? What did she do? What did she I say? I don't know what she said. I don't know. We'd ask too scared to ask. I didn't want to go to hell. That is such a traumatic thing for a kid, though. Like, yeah. what, you're nine or ten? Yeah. And you've gone in there and gone, um, I did this, you know. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> what? Yeah, it was for fun. Were you ever an altar boy? Yeah, I, re- I was about two or three times. Yeah. But, like, when I, I think it was about grade four, where you kind of got to become. <laughs> never, never got so much dick in my life. <laughs> Those three weeks, I was like a pig on a spit. <laughs> so, um, thanks, Michael, for co-hosting. Thank you, thank you. You can check out Tofop on our Facebook page, and if you like it, uh, click like and and leave some comments and and talk about the episodes too, because we read them and it's interesting. Also, are they can, are they good or bad or like what? Well, the comments. Yeah, I haven't had any bad ones yet. The bad stuff tends to be like shit that it actually is indefensibly bad like the sound was awful okay. file sizes are too big yeah sure um, but no it's fun there's no, it's, it's weird it's, I would expect that by now because we've been around for almost six months that some yeah. smart ass would like, come on and just say you guys are fucking shit out yeah. um, but no we haven't copped any abuse yet well that might be kind of the Facebook kind of Twitter world that um, 
I was talking it's about of, it's kind of positive, like it's not too much hateful. I don't know if you're putting anything. Well, out I, there. I guess I guess the thing is to seek us out to abuse us. Yeah, is a bit of effort. Yeah, because you got to like the page, you got to write a comment in, and then you know who they are, and you could send an email back to them. To yeah, say, right. They can't do it anonymously. Yeah, yeah. Although I suppose you could, you could set up a fake account. Yeah, Let's not give could. anyone out their ideas, though. No, do that, do that, <laughs> do that. That would be great. Set up a fake account. Uh, yeah. Please don't set up fake accounts and comment on the page after that do story. It, do it, do it. And I think Will is coming back to Australia, so we're going to try and record a bunch next week. Michael's saying, no, he's not. He's no, there's no way Will is coming back. <laughs> Tofop with Charlie Close and, and uh, an empty microphone. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. Wow, you said that like it was like, you know, like, and this is the end of the world. Well, no, it's more... This is the final broadcast <laughs> that anybody will ever hear before the annihilation of our species. You just blew my big intro. I was like, and I'm Charlie Clawson, and here is... And then I was going to do your big intro. Oh, right. You ruined it. You were going to give me a big intro? <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that, well, man. You, you just stepped all over it. Yeah, sorry, man. So here's Will Anderson. Will Anderson. <laughs> Not Michael Chamberlain. You've been seeing other co-hosts behind my back, man. Yeah, yeah, that was... Was interesting i left the country yeah is that what happens on tour stays on tour because <laughs> it's actually normally meant to be the person who leaves the country like you know i could have done like an australian cricketer you know there's always those famous stories about one particular australian cricketer i won't say what his you know name is yeah who apparently like had sex with 35 women in 32 days on a west indies <laughs> is that like tour. is that like boonies uh been able to drink the tinnies but just with pussy yeah done 35 women in 32 days what is it about cricketers and like setting records like consecutive records yeah that's right yeah and he was anything like, but actually scoring runs yeah but the weird thing is he had like unlike most cricketers he had a much better away record than he had a home <laughs> record <laughs> At home, he really had to grind it out one at a time. Uh, but yeah, I, so it would have been fine if I'd gone away. Yeah. And uh, like, you know, obviously done 35, you know, podcasts with different people uh, in 32 days. But I've gone out of the country and you've done a podcast with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, well, we had a bit of an issue with an episode that as seems to happen a lot yeah. <laughs> with us. An episode <laughs> just fucking went missing. Yeah. And Michael was staying with us. who's up here for a wedding. And it was like, well, let's, you know, let's have a go. It turned into, you haven't heard it yet. No, I haven't. But, um, I refuse. <laughs> Really? How did I couldn't hear? I can't hear talk about time travel. Yeah. It's like, that is essentially like, you know, um, uh, I've gone around, I've split up with somebody, my marriage is split up, and then I've gone around to my old house. To get some furniture or some clothes. And I've heard my old partner and their new partner fucking. (laughs) And I've I've stayed around to listen to them fuck. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was different, man. It wasn't, it wasn't better or worse. It was just just different. It was just different. I don't want to hear that it wasn't better or worse. I want to hear that it was worse. So you're at a celebrity gym. Yeah, okay. So, so far, I'd seen Michael Vartan. Yeah. I had seen Dave Navarro. Mm-hmm. Then I saw, oh, Jim from The Office. Oh, now, the, 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 US the tall op- guy. Yeah, yeah, the US Office. Yeah, what's his name what again? his name is. Come to me. But anyway, I saw him, and he would have been the, the biggest celebrity I'd seen that day. Yeah. Until something absolutely amazing happened. Oh, cool. At my gym, Charlie, Fabio. No shit. Yeah. The right. Fabio works out at my gym. Wow. And I've got to be honest with you. He was just finishing his workout and he was going in to like have a shower. Yeah, yeah. And I was only about halfway through my workout and I cut it short. Yeah, of course. Just so I could go into the changing rooms at the t- same time as Fabio. Is he still in good nick? Mate, he looks unreal. He looks better than he ever did. Really? Yeah, totally. Well, I think he probably... Well, he's the most beautiful man in the world. <laughs> like... <laughs> exactly. He looks like he's just stepped off the cover of a pulpy uh, book. Uh, he um he looks great. He looks 
exactly the same as he used to. Yeah, he, right. I, is, he still, is he still like working? Is that his job? Would there be much call for in the in the digital age? Uh-huh. Would there be much call for, like, a, a hunk model for Mills and Boone type romance novels? I guess so. I mean, I guess he's just famous being Fabio. Yeah. But I've got to be honest with you, with the amount he's at the gym, I'm not sure he's at working a lot of hours. Yeah. Because every time I go there, he seems to be there at the gym. Has he still got the long hair? Still got long hair. Is it blonde still? Or is still it blonde. Now? No. Oh, mate. Like, artificially grey? Yeah. No, I'd say there's artificial work but does going. It look, does he look like a wrestler? No. That's the thing. He looks great. Yeah. Whoever's doing the work is yeah, doing right. good work. And he he, he he hangs out at the gym for hours at a go, like and he'll um lift weights and stuff and then he just tunes ladies. Oh you're kidding. That's awesome, yeah. really? So it's just like he's working out and then he just goes over and leans like where women are like, you know, working out and he's wow. like, Hi, I'm Fabio. Of course you yeah. would, because he's fucking Fabio. <laughs> I would love it if, like, in the change rooms, he actually got changed into one of his yeah. outfits from the book covers. So, like, you see him put on some tight pants and, like, yeah. a puffy white shirt ripped C- open at the chest. Comes, comes out on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Every right. night when he's leaving the gym, he gets on his horse and just, like, runs off as his hair flies behind him. It must be hard. Like, if you're working out with this famous people, like, you must be just turning your head constantly. Like, I would be just obsessed with looking at the famous people working out because it's not something you get to see, you know? Because when you're working out, you get reduced to the model playing. You're no longer, like, a celebrity. You're that fucking sweaty guys making weird noises in the corner yeah. so is that what you're doing just watching these guys do you so, see how much they bench and shit and like you know exactly me- what I do me- mental checklist that is exactly I'm what I do I'm stronger than fucking uh, mini me <laughs> yeah and everybody else is really cool about it you know because they're like obviously used to it you know yeah. but for me I like I mean I'm you know I want to ask for autographs yeah right. <laughs> which would be the most horrible time to but ask somebody thing, for though, an autograph man. You know? I reckon they wouldn't care like in LA it is so cool not to acknowledge a famous person no. and it's fucking bullshit so many people are like oh it's so uncool to recognise someone. I reckon there's a lot of celebrities in LA who are like, yeah, I fucking wish someone could I've worked really hard. Yeah, I want like, to be re- I want to be hassled while I'm trying to work out. Yeah, I've been putting in a lot of hours. If I want I didn't want to be hassled, I like my, I'm really rich. I got to have a gym at my house. Yeah. Don't you love how that's um that's always used as like an argument about when people are saying, you know, if, if they're sort of anti-homosexual or anti-gay marriage or whatever, or, you know, anti-gay lifestyle, yeah. they always, like, say it's a predicated, it's a slippery slope, that if we allow mm. this, yeah. then what are we going to say no to? Yeah. Like, if we allow two men to get married, Mary. if a man wants to marry his donkey, we're going to let that happen too? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Where is the logic in that where the species suddenly changes? Like, I'm pretty sure that, like, genetically, we're all sort of programmed to stick within our species. But like, also, you know what? You're allowed to have degrees of things. They have even have degrees of murder. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, th- things have degree. It's like somebody saying, look, if we let somebody use that knife to stab bread, they might use it to stab another human being. They're different things. Yeah. We can have rules against one thing and not another. But people do always make that argument. I've, I've heard it quite often. They go, oh, we'll let people marry their car. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know what? You know whose fault that is? The stupid fucking newsrooms who yeah. get, like, they run out of stories around about October and yeah. they fucking go out and they find some guy in Broadfoot or something, yeah. who, like some biker who was going to marry his Harley. Yeah. And it filters out into the public consciousness and they think people actually fucking do it. It's a publicity stunt. But people do do. Like, I mean, there are people who are attracted to... But they don't fuck their motorbike. Well, no, I think that... I didn't see this documentary, but Amy was telling me about a documentary. Oh, and it was the one she about... She watched it at our house. Yeah, it was the one about the woman who's who in, in love, love with, with the, the bridge. The bridge and the... Wasn't, didn't she have a relationship with the Great Wall of China or the... <laughs> like? The Berlin Wall or something at one Yeah, stage. yeah, yeah. He, but, you know, he, he, he wasn't reliable. He was always falling apart. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But no, but I think that was right. And I think it was the Golden Gate Bridge. And yeah. yeah, they filmed her. She would go up to the like the foot, one of the mm. pylons, and she would hump it. She would yeah. basically like straddle it. And, yeah. and she just had this connection Dirty to it. bridge fucker. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think she wanted to marry it. I think it was just like a, right. a bridge with benefits. 
time she went overseas, she could see other bridges. Yeah, totally. Like if she came to Australia, Australia Sydney, to Sydney Harbour, Harbour Bridge. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> She's the only one on the bridge climb who's not wearing the safety gear. So, uh, what were we talking about before that? Julian Lennon, Saltwater Saltwater yeah. Cheese in the eye. Oh, my dog. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, well I feel like sometimes the conversations we have on this are like coming out of like levels of inception. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in a kick. Okay, where are we? All right. Uh, at, at the 15 minute yeah. mark, you have to drive the car over the bridge, yeah. right? So that we'll remember we're talking about dogs. <laughs> You know what fucking uh, Chamberlain encouraged when in his stint two weeks ago? All right, always banging on about the fucking show you did with Michael Chamberlain. My, it was, like I said, it was just seriously, different. just don't it fucking bring it up all the time. It was man. just different. <laughs> he encouraged people, rather irresponsibly, I thought, to um, make fun of us on our Facebook page. What? He said, create like a fake account and go on the Facebook page and make fun of us. No, don't it's, do that. It's, it started. Oh, except, are you serious? Except it's not people who dislike us. Yeah. It's people who like us just coming on and giving a shit affectionately. Really? Isn't yeah. the internet full of enough people giving a shit? <laughs> That's the one thing. If you were building yourself an internet of your own yeah. and you're like, well, what do we need to add to the internet to make it like, you know, better? All right. Here are some things that the internet does not need more of. <laughs> Angry, uh, anonymous commentators. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Tick. That yeah. box is already filled. People who hate things, no matter what those things are, that box is already filled. Porn. There is... <laughs> There's enough porn. How's this? I thought I developed, because we've spoken before on the podcast about how I, like, I don't think that I can control birds. But it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. And occasionally I still check. Like the other day I checked. Because my big fear in life is that I have a superpower, but I will get to the end of my life and never discover that I had the superpower because I didn't occasionally check to see if the powers had kicked in yet. Logical. Right. So um, the other day, I five times, six times in a row... Uh, electric shocks I electric shocked somebody or I electric yeah. shocked things yeah. you know like the sort of thing you do if you like you know rub your carpet. socks on the carpet yeah, yeah. that sort of thing but it was happening over and over and over again and I was starting to like in the same location yeah in the same location yeah. as it turns out our best theory was that I think there was actually like a electrical charge because yeah, like there a- were some building workers <laughs> working down the thing and I actually think there was some wiring that was going because it was only near one window too in retrospect yeah right I think like I thought I developed superpowers but actually I was almost about to die yeah being slowly electrocuted <laughs> yeah yeah in tiny little surges oh well there goes my heart better than a Red Bull and so but for a moment because that's happened to me once before in my life I have like I yeah. had a, a period of time where I had electricity going between my fingers. Both of these times happened when Australia was playing. The first time was when Australia was playing the West Indies in Test match cricket. Yeah, right. And the second time, the other day, was when Australia were playing uh, in the Ashes okay. against England in Test match cricket. And I thought it's awakening your mutant, your mutant. Power. Imagine if that was my superpower that I had the power to control electricity, but only when Australia were playing Test match cricket. That was the only time that my power kicked in. But I could fight as much crime as I could. In that period of time. In that five days. Yeah. But it also gives the Australians like an extra incentive to like hold on in the fifth day. I know that we can't win this match, but, you know, Will's fighting a crime and we don't want him to power down. That would be a pretty specific superpower. I know we're talking about superheroes. Mm. What were we talking about? Uh, Electricity. Oh, electricity. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Electricity. Now, look, there may have been another reason that I uh, was convinced that I developed superpowers. That reason I'm about to explain to you by showing you something. You will have to describe it for the people who are listening at home. Okay. Uh, There you go. I've passed it over to you. It's a card. It's an identification card with a photo of Will on the left-hand side from the state of California. Medical marijuana patient verification card, William Anderson. 
and it gives Will's details. <laughs> and it says, this is a medical... Will Anderson is a medical marijuana patient of... And it gives a doctor's yeah. name and his license. Dr. Nick Riviera. <laughs> I was going to say, Dr. Easily Fool. What did you... Um, this is legal. This is a license that I can carry around and I can legally so can get my medicine. Pot, pot, can you smoke pot anywhere? Or do you still have to smoke... Like, are there restrictions about where you can smoke it? Yeah. yeah can you, you smoke can't. it in a park? No, I don't think so. I think you have to smoke it inside. In your own house? Yeah. In your own domicile? Yeah. Can you smoke it at someone else's domicile? Yeah, I think so. What's a domicile? I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard the word. It means house, right? I've, I've been... <laughs> I love the idea that like, you're going around to people... So, uh, nice patio. That's uh, good. Um, I really enjoy that. And I see you've got a sauna. Um, do you have a domicile? <laughs> <laughs> or like you're going through the real estate pages, seeing if any of the places have a domicile. <laughs> what is a domicile? I get confused with a domicile and a bidet. Yeah. And it's like, if you have a domicile, I really need to yeah. take a shit. <laughs> Wait, do you shit in bidets or do you piss? <laughs> no, you don't do it. <laughs> What's a bidet? Or, or, in, or in domiciles. But what's a bidet? Uh, okay, a bidet. <laughs> Isn't that the thing? Did oh, you no, not you watch Crocodile Dundee? You wash your ass with a bidet. You don't yeah. shit and piss. <laughs> no, you shit and piss in the toilet, which is right next to the bidet. So you use the toilet, yeah. and then you move over to the bidet. Have you ever um, used a uh, toilet in Japan, one of the Japanese electronic toilets no oh my god it's like shitting in a transformer's mouth that's so high tech it's amazing like the seat will have like like you know 14 buttons on it and you can and you can get heat going and you can get like spray you can pick the type of spray you want direct you can get some schoolgirls undies and some milk in a can and some strange like penis animation with tentacles and penises it's so it's like the way shitting was meant to be like it's so wonderfully comforting yeah right you can buy them in Australia. You can buy these little things you put over the lid of your toilet, which yeah. is like this super tech Japanese toilet lid. I don't. It's funny. I don't know why we don't all have it. Right. Like we're still using paper, and some of us using corn husks. Yeah, it's weird though that like we haven't because we technology's you know, gotten good, man. Everyone's doing it, and it's like you know, it's not a it's experience is particularly pleasant. So if you can, yeah, yeah, we, we should do a show. <laughs> Pimp my bog. <laughs> <laughs> we can go around to people's places. They can write into us. All right, Will really <laughs> likes bowling, so we've taken his toilet. And we put some of his favourite things in here. We put a 10-pin ball on the wall. We've got a bowling ball. And you press this button, he can watch bowling 24 hours a day while he's taking his shit. <laughs> or the best bit would be the, pre, the pre-pimping the interview where it's like, this is my toilet. Yeah, my dad left me this toilet. Uh, you know, I've been using it for 15 years. As you can see, there's a big crack in the bowl. And, you know, there's a huntsman who lives in the- <laughs> I, I did love that about Pimp My Ride, that they would always take their one thing that they were really into, and that would become the theme yeah, yeah. of the car. Yeah. Like, if the guy was, like you said, like was really into 10-bin bowling, for example, they would, I remember seeing that one. Oh, I was gonna, the, they we must have watched it together. Because <laughs> the reason I brought that up is because... Uh, um, Exhibit. Exhibit. He could not get over how funny the, the, it would be to keep using balls puns. Yeah. Like, he's gone, this is where so-and-so can keep his balls. Yeah. And then later on, and we can put a towel in here so he can clean his balls. Yeah. And like, he must have dropped that joke. Then he can put his balls down. in a pouch. When I get home, I'm going to suck my boyfriend's balls. Balls. Wait a minute. It's gone too far. Cut. What would be your, like, if my somebody thing. was going to pimp your, if they were going to say one thing about Charlie is, and, and then they were going to. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Probably if I was coming around. Probably St Kilda. If I was going to come around and, oh, okay, great. So I'm going to come around and pimp your. 
your toilet. Yeah. Charlie really likes the St Kilda Football Club. Okay. So we've decided to uh, use his toilet paper, uh, the records of all their games. <laughs> Every year but one. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Every fucking yeah. every member of the Collingwood Football Club yeah. from this year's grand final could just be like screen printed onto a piece of toilet paper. Charlie can flush his turds like Sakura flushes dreams <laughs> every year. <laughs> Imagine how much time you would spend licking yourself if you got to know if you're a dog. <laughs> totally. Like there's some dogs like I don't know what happened last night, but I think I might have sucked off a rugby league player. <laughs> I was so hot. <laughs> I may have sucked off a rugby league player. <laughs> oh, dude, I think this photo's on the net. This is so it's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Fuck. I thought it was a sausage. How I was twi- so how hungry. How twisted are you? You're getting with a rugby league. Don't you know where they've been? Yeah. That is disgusting. I actually don't think it is that. Like, I know it's it's like a topic that... But, uh, and people who don't listen, uh, you know, in, in Australia won't even remember this story. But there's a, a Canberra Raiders rugby league player called John John. People Manahan. who don't listen in Australia, you mean uh, the international toe poppers? The international toe poppers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I uh, might not know about the story of the rugby league player who stuck his dick in the mouth of a dog. Did you see the photo? Yeah. Yeah. Did you think it was that bad? Well, this is this is my point. Uh, look, I don't think he should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you fucking agree. Because I had the same thought. Like, because I only read the articles before I saw the photo yeah. and it was really strange. Like, News.com were running these. It was so salacious and kind of intriguing. Like, you know, this unnatural act, this, you know, disgusting photo that'll shock your brain and stuff like that. So I was like thinking, fucking hell. Like, I was expecting to see, like, you know, fucking hardcore A2M. And then you see the photo and it's a guy lying on the ground laughing yeah. and a dog licking around his genitals. And you can see sort of just out of shot two guys yeah. who are obviously watching and laughing. Well, then uh, somebody's obviously taking the photo. And in the photo, there is two guys, one of whom yeah. is taking another photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like the dog is being tied in. down. Yeah, but or, also yeah. it's not like this. This is CCTV yeah, footage. Yeah. Or this is what camera. he does in his private time. Yeah, yeah, it's not like he's having a relationship with a dog that they have busted. He is clearly trying to show drunk off. on a mad Monday going, ha, yeah. ah, look at this, everyone take a photo, right? Which is an idiot thing to do, and you shouldn't do that. But yeah. it's we, not like the we've, dog... all got, we've all got a mate like that. Yeah, totally. You know I mean? like, yeah. All I did... It's the guy you knew growing up who would eat a urinal cake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at Fats Alexander at high school, I had a fish eye in biology. Yeah. He'd be the guy who put his... I'm not saying that he does put his dick in <laughs> dog's mouth, but you know what I mean? Like, there's always a guy. Mickey D, the but comedian, always he's that. always the guy who... Like, it did not matter what occasion it was, at some stage, Mickey would get his... Cock out. Cock out. Yeah. Like, Mickey used but to do a game it's... where we would, like, it'd be five o'clock in the morning, and he would, like, go around the apartment, and he would bang his dick on things, and people would have to identify what the surface was that he was banging his dick on. That was like... But that was like the life of the party. Share. TV, my grandmother's face. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to TOEFOP. I'm Charlie Clawson. Um, My name's Will Anderson. And that hum you might be able to hear in the background, we don't really know what that is. Yeah, that's right. We've um, set up this, uh, our podcast studio in Will's apartment in West Hollywood. Yeah, I know. This is our first international podcast. Yeah, that's right. But we've just been, you've set it up. When we say you, like, we've set it up, you've done, you do all the uh, technical uh, stuff here on the show. (laughs) And the fact that you discovered his technical stuff (laughs) shows how much (laughs) you know about what I do. That's how you got the job. Somebody was like, which of the two of us should be the, and I was like, oh, I'm good with technical stuff. And I went, Charlie, Charlie can do it. I'll tell you a fact. Here's a fact. Let's bring a little fact. This is what it's going to be like this year. I'm going to bring some facts. It's not just going to be fucking nonsense talk about space travel and fucking Kathy Bates. This is the only reason people listen to us. Yeah, no. Judging by what they post on Facebook. No, this year it's going to be, this uh, podcast is going to be like uh, getting a delicious Spring Valley juice. 
Okay. You get the deliciousness of the juice, the mm. juice being our nonsense talk about prison rape. Yep. But then, if you look under the lid, There's you get a little info. fact. Yeah. A little fact. So it's almost like a, a, some studies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> of trivia. Yeah, trivia. That's yeah. Basically, that's what this podcast is you're saying be. that will be fruit juice. I'm saying we're going to be poisonous alcohol. Oh, either way. Information. Mix them together. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Okay. Get fucked up. But here's okay. your fact. All right. Apps. Yeah. $15 billion last year was spent on apps. Yeah. That was an industry that did not exist three years ago. Yeah. Like, apps did not exist three years ago. And this year, people spent $15 billion on them. You can't tell me that in, like, five years from now, you're not going to be able to fucking have an iPad that turns into a woman. (laughs) Five years? I don't know. (laughs) Like, in the future. So you're talking about sex robots. There'll be sex robots. There's already those, like, um... Real dolls. Lars and the real girl, like those men who get married to the dolls. Real dolls. Yeah. Would you ever fuck one? Oh... Uh, not right now. What are the circumstances <laughs> in which you'd fuck a, a real doll? Um, if no one would find out, <laughs> that would be the main. So last man on earth, last one on earth, you wouldn't care. You'd have a harem of real dolls. It'd yeah. be like you'd be living in a crumbling city. You'd be in Times Square, like I am legend. Crumbling city, grass everywhere, animals running around, and I'd cut to you in your apartment. You're just surrounded by real dolls. That's all you've done since humanity disappeared off the face of the earth. You've just gathered up every real doll you could, <laughs> stuck it in your apartment, and just fucked it. On a I'd, rather I'd, than looking like for on a horse, <laughs> like the one, like the one horse that is left alive, <laughs> and Strap. I have been scouring the entire world on this horse every time. Riding home side saddle with my new missus <laughs> to take it back to my. You know, Charlie Sheen wanted to have like 26 yeah. porn stars in his house. I've just got a different room yeah. in my house, and That's each right. one's got so a little doll. So you've taken over like the Hilton or something like that because, you know, you're the last man on earth. The Playboy Mansion. So that's funny because while most heroes would be searching for a cure to the virus that wiped out mankind, you're like, as soon as you realize you're the last man, you're like, look at one of those bloody sex dolls. I've got all this free food <laughs> and all these sex dolls. Let's fill in a few years before we start looking for the cure. That's yeah. all Hang on, wait. I'm trying something out. You know what? Point the microphone around <laughs> like this. I think it sounds better. Like in, as in, like pointing at you, in the opposite of what I've been telling you to do <laughs> for 25 episodes. <laughs> Seriously, I think I've just worked out how we should be speaking into the microphone. Speaking actually into the microphone. So the Black Eyed Peas were pretty credible. But then they just went, we, like, credibility is fine, but I just do not have enough fur coats. Um, I, don't, I don't have a castle. It seems like I don't a, have a castle in the clouds that I can invite my friends around to. Yeah, it seems like a, it was a really deliberate. Let's get rich. They just stop trying. Yeah, and the, the less they're, yeah, they're, the less they try, the bigger they get. It's amazing. It feels like, like that, that. You know, I've got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. Is like the most poorly written no. song. They've gotten worse of the one, all time. I was watching a video hits or whatever, and that um, one where they sample "Time of Your Life." Have you heard that song? They take the you know the chorus of I've had the time of my life and then it becomes this like hip hop song yeah but it's almost like they were playing boggle they said okay let's every word that pops up write it down that yeah. goes that's the lyrics because nothing makes any sense and it's like I'm sure it's in the top 10 or top 5 whatever it's, you're right the, the, it's like the, the less they the try the less they try the yeah. more successful you know what it is you know what they're playing the fucking Super Bowl they're playing half time at the fucking Super Bowl yeah that that's like the me. biggest fucking gig in the world and who's playing fucking black Black-eyed peas. Yeah. The less they try, the more successful they become. It's almost like, have you seen that film Office Space? About the guy, it's a Mike Judge film about yeah. the guy who wants, tries to get hypnotised because he hates his job so much. 
but the hypnosis, the hypnosis, the hypnotist dies halfway through the hypnosis, and all that gets implanted in his brain is that he doesn't care. So he goes to work with this attitude of not giving a fuck, and at his work, they're so impressed by his attitude they keep promoting him. Yeah, it's right. kind of the equivalent of that. Yeah. Like the more they just seem to fucking laugh in the face of their audience, the more the audience seems to love them. I'll get to the point where they don't ever rock up to their own gigs. <laughs> Why would you? And people will be paying thousands of dollars to not see them. If it was announced that the Black Eyed Peas, their next tour was actually going to be four sock puppets yeah. on a cardboard <laughs> stage, I reckon they would still sell out around the world. If that's all it was, was four sock puppets, just like the Black Eyed Peas, ah. lip syncing to their song. They could do less than that. They could do something more offensive. They could say, you know what our next tour is? We are all going to do a shit each. <laughs> and then we are going to get an artist to fashion those shits into our shapes and they shape those shapes of shit you're going to be forced to watch shapes of shit sing our fucking songs and people would be like sounds awesome when does the pre-sale start <laughs> where do I line up to get tickets to that you guys are awesome so Charlie I need to ask you a question like a, a, a moral dilemma a, a what sort of person how should I have behaved in this sort of circumstance I need your advice um, uh, we're sharing an apartment at the moment and uh, Justin Hamilton was staying here in this apartment with me for uh, a couple of months before that. Yeah. And one night I've come home and you know when you're in a new place and you don't know where the knives are or you don't know where the like whatever and it takes you a little while to, to get into the swing of it. I've come home to the apartment Yeah. and he's sitting uh, on the couch and he's drinking out of something that I'm about to show you. <laughs> now... What is this that I have in my hand? It's a, it's a glass tumbler for drinking whiskey or something, but it's square shaped. So it looks like a cube without a top. Yes. So that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's not actually what it is. What is it? It's a vase, right? There's this one and there's another one that it's like, you know, bigger than this. Yeah. And they're vases. Yeah, yeah. And when I first got here, they had flowers in them. The, the first... <laughs> <laughs> the person whose apartment is had given some fresh flowers yeah. when I was moving in. That yeah. was very nice. But, of course, I wasn't <laughs> going to maintain that because I'm a boy. So I, uh, after they died, they got chucked out, and then I just put the vases in the cupboard <laughs> with the glasses. So Justin was actually drinking out of a vase. Yeah, right. Now, the thing is, you didn't know that this was a vase just then. Like, you know, it does look like a glass. So in my head, I'm like, well... What does it matter? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's glass. Yeah. He's put the it's water in it. He's drinking out of it. Yeah. it. That all seems to be working fine. That's right. He isn't, like, cutting up his face or, like, a, spilling water down himself. A vase by any other name. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, well, just... If he says it's a fucking glass and it's doing the job of a glass, yeah. is it not a glass? Well, if I took a... Um, if I took the headlight off my car... Yeah. And turned it around, filled that with water and started drinking from it. Would you let me have that as a glass? Yeah, if like, I mean, if you had a, a, if it suited your house. You know, like if you had heaps of like wacky stuff and that was kind of your style. Yeah, but right. not if you just had a normal house. And, <laughs> and one like, headlight. Yeah, three good, three good cups. <laughs> but if there was a fourth person, they had to drink out there. It's not, it's not even like a vintage 50s headlight. It's like off an, an 87 Ford Escort. It's got filled with plastic and wires and still bits of grease coming out of it and oh. handing to you filled with, like, milky coffee. I just love the idea that everything else about you would be perfectly normal. <laughs> like, your house is just a normal house. Like, you've got all your stuff, you eat dinner, if knives and forks, everything matches, everything's fine. Yeah. Except that if there's four people there... Somebody has to drink out of the headlights. This friend of mine, um, friend of ours, Knackers, was uh, 
he was writing this um, this spec script for the ABC for this series, and it was all about um, you know uh, ecstasy culture and club culture and that kind yeah. of stuff. It was really funny. And um, as research, he asked like everyone he knew to send him any funny stories they'd heard of you know seeing people on ecstasy at nightclubs. Yeah, and um, uh, this friend of his said this story. He's at a, a club in London. And um, he's waiting for the bathroom and he saw this guy standing in front of him who was really messed up on ecstasy. His jaw was all tight and twitching and he's all sweaty and stuff like that. And the guy was just standing there and he's jittery and he started swigging from what he thought was his drink. It was actually a small pot plant that was just outside the <laughs> toilet. And, and he saw this guy like just like sweating, grinding his jaw, swig from a pot plant once, swig again, and then <laughs> realize he's got a mouthful of dirt. Now... Could that be termed a glass? <laughs> Look, I guess not. But but Justin wasn't drinking like you know dead flowers or a bunch of dirt. He was just <laughs> like drinking... Eeyore, yeah, right. eating the dead plants out of the vase. <laughs> he was he was just drinking water. Yeah. So in my head, for a couple of days, I was like, you know what? He thinks it's a cup. It looks like a cup. Yeah. Who am I? Just fucking chill out, man. Be a bit more fucking Gandhi and yoga and fucking LA about it. Yeah. Don't. You know, live your life in your own head. And resist the temptation to call him Justin Square Cup. Yeah. So, but then it got worse. As I mentioned uh, before, there's a bigger cup. Oh. And then one day I've come home and he's drinking out of a bigger one, which is clearly a vase. I'd love it if he's escalating vase. it. So the next time you come home, it's like a four-foot <laughs> glass cylinder and he's looking at me you're like, Justin, for fuck's sake. It's a fish tank. <laughs> there are fish in there, Justin. <laughs> what did you think? That a large spinning wheel. And all those plastic ferns. There was a Mexican walking fish in there. In his defence, yeah, that smaller one, the one you showed me, yeah. it looks like a glass. Yeah. Although, I mean, if, the, if you're in a cool, although touch it, touch the. Um, well, no, I cut your lip. Yeah. <laughs> like I cut your yeah. lip right off. It's like <laughs> that's not a that's not the finish you would put on the uh, the lip. No. The glass. Well, you know what I thought it was. I filled it with nuts. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I'm talking about my nuts. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I, put, I put peanuts in there. It looks like a, I thought it was a little... Nut jar. Nut jar. Yeah. Yeah. A see-through nut jar. Yeah. Um, see-through P.O.'s brother. <laughs> see-through nut jar. <laughs> uh, so now he's drinking out of the vase, right? Now I'm in my head, I'm like, you know what? It's fine if it's just us. But what if someone else comes over... And thinks he's retarded. Because he's drinking out of the fucking vase. Yeah. Now, as a friend... You need to fucking... I need to say, dude, you're drinking out of a fucking vase. Mm. But here's my problem. I've let him drink out of the vase for two fucking weeks. Yeah. Why have I not said it before then? It was... I was. It was because you Because you knew that you wouldn't have a problem with it, mm. but you, were, you feared how the outside world might treat him. Yeah. But how do you say that to your friend? Your grown adult friend to sit them down and go, I have to talk to you about something. You're a dirty vase drinker. <laughs> you are a dirty, rotten vase drinker. And I'm fine with that, but like other people might not be so other cool. People, they, they will judge you. But go to San Francisco. There are others like you. <laughs> a whole community of vase drinkers. Where would the vase drinkers go? Where, where would be the one place would accept a vase drinker? Um, it would be somewhere like New York, one of the big sort of really diverse cultures and lots of fringe groups and stuff. 
Yeah, I guess so. No, I would say so. Like, I thought you were right the first time. Like, at San Francisco, people would just be like, you know, our fla- the flowers are in our hair and we're drinking them out of the vases. Yeah, and like, man. We've made mulled wine and we're drinking it out of vases because we keep the flowers actually in the mulled wine to give it, like, yeah. the flavour of nature. Like, it's like we're drinking in Mother Earth. We've, like, got a, we've got our new Prius. We've got yeah. two square-shaped uh, drink holders in the totally, front seat. Yeah, totally. Vase, but you can vase, put flowers in them. You can drink out of them, get a big bendy straw. It's brilliant. So what do we call it? We should market it. The vase glass. Right, yeah. The glass. You just call it the glass. Yeah. The glass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you drink out of a glass. Yeah. Brilliant. Tofop listeners, yeah. next time you're at a restaurant, yeah. order your favourite drink yeah. in a can glass. I have that, uh, can I please have that served in a glass? <laughs> God, like Mad Men style posters, like sophisticated men drinking out of the, yeah. the glass. And, we, and we'll have a jingle written by Philip Glass. <laughs> Imagine that. No, we pay Philip Glass to change his name for one week. You know how they get oh, footballers yeah, totally. to call themselves like M&Ms and yeah. you know, whiskers and stuff. We get Philip Glass to change his name to Philip Glass for one week. Brilliant. The Glass. Yeah. I almost don't want to release this episode because I want to copyright like, that. This would be our, yeah, our we, thing we that get we rich. up Because you hear about sometimes yeah. people like, you know, people in the public eye. You know, like Melissa George has just sold a, a range of um, uh, this. It's a hemless skirt or something. And has sold it to like Kmart and Target and all this. She's going to become a millionaire off this, this fashion thing she's designed. She invented really? it. Melissa George. Really? We'll invent the glass. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, comedian, okay, filmmaker, actor. Yeah. But did you know they invented the glass? It's like the guy from the monkeys. His mum invented yeah. liquid paper. Yeah. That'll be us, the glass. In 20 years, every household will be drinking from a glass. <laughs> Don't you reckon? It's just like, it's kind of, it's, it's cooler, it's in, impractical and but cool enough to be yeah. something that people in Bondi would use. Like, it, I wouldn't be surprised if you went to a flat in Bondi and everyone was drinking from a glass. Yeah. All different shapes of glasses. Yeah. I don't know if they'd have just to have that, you could have actually... But you could actually start, like, finding, like, vase-looking, vase-shaped yeah. glasses, like the, the curvy ones. Yeah, well, they'd be perfect for cocktails and stuff. Yes! Well, like, you know, I really don't think we should glasses. put this on air. I think this is a genius idea. A glass. A glass. How do we copyright? <laughs> you just say copyrighted. Copyrighted. Intellectual copyright. It, I think you have to, if, if you look in a mirror and you say copyrighted three times. <laughs> do you think comedians identify with a joker? That they're like, yeah, man, we're all fucking like masking our deep twisted inner soul with like, you know, this clown image. It's- I've never identified with a joker. I would suggest that most comedians would identify more with the Riddler. Really? Yeah, well, he was, uh, he, I mean, he was much more in the style of stand-up comedy. Like, the Riddler was like... You're talking about, like, the TV show. TV show. I don't know why that intonation was like that. The TV show Riddler. That is true. I am, yeah. but... Frank Gershon or whatever Yeah, was. it was kind of a, a very much a stand-up comedy style. But he was a... There weren't a bunch of comedians on the Batman TV series. Wasn't um, Cesar Romero a comedian? Yeah, heaps. There was actually, a, I think, a... Bunch of comics. Yeah, comics yeah. did that show. Uh, no, I, I've never identified with the Joker. Because I, I heard, that's... I, I heard a, a good sort of... When people were talking about Heath Ledger's Joker, um, this guy's reviewing the film. He's saying why he reckons Heath got the Joker so right was that when a Joker makes a joke, while he's laughing, everyone else in the room should be crying or vomiting. Yeah. Everything he says is meant to be kind of funny entertaining, but he's the only one laughing. And in, in, in actual fact, what he is doing is, is horrific. And that's exactly kind of what you got with Heath's Joker. Like, he was, he was so fucking evil in that film. Oh, I mean, it was just... I, I can't still to this day believe that like when Jack Nicholson did it I just went alright that's it that's done yeah bookmark that yeah no one else is going to get to have a go at that that is that is what it is yeah. and now I can't think of anything but Heath Ledger's 
yeah. portrayal of that character. I watch that movie every three days. <laughs> yeah, you do. This is true. My computer is... If any of you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that my computer went down for about a week. And so I borrowed Will's old computer for a while. Mm. And I was just working one night and I hit the wrong button. And the Dark Knight started like it was 15 <laughs> minutes into the Dark Knight. And it's like on his hard drive, the Dark Knight, to watch in case of emergency, Dark Knight on your laptop. I do. I honestly, and it's been on TV here as well recently. Yeah, we so watched it the other night. I do. I watch it about every three days. And wherever I turn on the movie, all I go is, oh, this is my favorite bit. Yeah. This is my favorite bit. It's a pretty solid film. I mean, I have the one complaint that most people have, which is I reckon... I don't think most people have this complaint, by the way. Really? Yeah. That Two-Faced... I think you've... Been- had this complaint and it, I've it makes it me judge you really yeah look I don't think it I don't think it, it takes away from the film that significantly but I ah, think it explain to a- people what the fault is you think the Two-Face is introduced Harvey Dent who yes. becomes Two-Face they t- they could have saved his turn until the end and then run it into the third film because they sort of introduced the bad guy he, he falls to the dark side and then he's dead within what half an hour of turning and you don't get any no battle with Batman just one kind of angry conversation on an abandoned building site. Like, I would have liked to have seen him as the next villain. I, I understand what you're saying, but I just think that that character grounded what the heart and through line of that film was. And it gave the Joker such a powerful thing to do, which was to bring, you know, someone down, someone so good down. I think that really kind of worked as a parallel but story if, to his, if, you know? If, if you'd, and I think we would have lost the anchor to what the... Like, you know, imagine it was like a... It's like a hot air balloon or something like I that. I understand, but... Like, you know, the Joker was able to just soar so melodramatically and, and as a, like, anarchic character yeah. because you had this, like, sort of sensible DA yeah. heart. And but you because Batman that. in you... that movie, you wanted Batman to become corrupted by it as well. Yeah. You needed but to kind of But you could still have that. done that with the film ending with, like, Harvey sort of hitting the ground and not dying, you know? And he's in a hospital and it's like, it's too late. It's too far gone. The Joker's won. He turned the best of us into the worst of us and then spun that into the third film. But they killed him off. It's like, well, no, I want to, I mean, I want to see more of that. I want to see more of the, of what Harvey Dent does now. I guess so. But, th- but that was kind of so pivotal to that final scene. I thought that, yeah, he really needed to become the Dark Knight because to cover up what Harvey Yeah, but then you reckon you could have thrown in, like, you could have killed, like, an innocent bystander or just, like, create another character, like a like a deputy mayor that dies and Batman says, blame that on me. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't think that would have had the... You really, like, he's being the hero for the hero, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, stepping in for the, I mean, I must... the guy who was the symbol. Like, they say that so often in that film, that Harvey was... The s- the white symbol, knight. You know, yeah. the white knight. And so I think it's this, just that perfect balance with... Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. My only complaint with the Dark Knight is that it doesn't go for another nine hours. Yeah. Like, I would have... You could have stayed in that world forever. Just keep making the movie. Yeah. Bring in new- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. Someone should do that. There should be some... If, if, if someone was crazy enough, they could bankroll, like, a $2 billion yeah. movie. What happened the next day? I, I'm happy to see... Well, they're kind of doing characters. that with, like, Twilight, I guess. Aren't they spinning that shit out forever? But you know what the thing is with those and characters? And then they just rebooted again after every fucking... I'd love to see Christopher Nolan have made a movie that what happened in Gotham the next day. Yeah. And it might have just been them going around cleaning the up. business, cleaning up. <laughs> Right. Batman, you know, kind of... Cutting you know, cutting the Joker down, putting yeah. him into a gurney, wheeling him away. Yeah, I mean, so having to clean up all those televisions that exploded. <laughs> like, I mean, there is actually a lot of damage. Yeah, the two ferries arriving, the yeah. criminals getting let off, you know. Yeah. The, the civilians getting let off the other one. Yeah, I mean, they were such great characters, I would have been happy to Maybe see Maybe just cut to a room with an old guy reading a book who had no idea any of this was going on. Just yeah. like a five-minute scene of him just reading. <laughs> And then his son rings him and says, Dad, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, why? And he's like, didn't you realize? The, the Joker had sent bombs off all around hospitals and was going to blow up ferries. 
One of my favourite, like, I mean, it's not a flaw, but one of those moments where you just go, this is a comic book movie and it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really matter to the plot. But there's that great scene where the Joker comes into, they're having the benefit for Harvey. Yeah, yeah. At Bruce Wayne's place. And then... Are you Harvey? Yeah. Are you Harvey? <laughs> Are you Harvey? I want to know how I got my scars. <laughs> It's pretty good, huh? It's, it's my favourite scene. So there's that beautiful scene where so Maggie Gyllenhaal's gone out the window and then that, you know, Batman has to go and dive and they... Let her go. Yeah. Poor choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> so they land and like and he saved her and she's like, let's not do that again, right? Okay, yeah. that's the scene. But all I ever think is, the Joker and his henchmen are still up there yeah. with all the people from your party. Yeah. They could be being, like, murdered and raped uh, and whatever. No, it'd be great to cut back and, like, all the hoons are doing that kind of sideways, you know, like a B-boy stance. you got the Joker just fucking backspinning <laughs> and the crowd are all just like... The bat dance from the original Batman <laughs> yeah. film has come on and the Joker's just gone... Go, 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 go with a smile. And where, and where, dum, 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 is the Batman? <laughs> Bat dance. Did you see that conspiracy theory? Some woman suing P. Diddy because she said that P. Diddy masterminded the yeah. 9 11 <laughs> attacks. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm sorry, she probably has a mental illness, but what a brilliant. Like, that is something so outrageous that it could almost be true for a start. But the second thing is, yeah, if you're going to have a psychosis, that is a fun yeah, psychosis yeah. to have. Like, a lot of people, like, have demons in their head that force <laughs> them to, like, self harm and all this really horrible stuff. You. It's getting the best stories there are. Fuck Tom Clancy. Yeah, totally. Fuck Dan Brown. Totally. You are inventing the best stories of all time in yeah, your head. That's if right. you, like, if you said, I'm putting a movie out and here's the plot that P. Diddy masterminded 9 11, there would be a fucking line around the block. What would it be called? Conspiracy Diddy. <laughs> Conspiradity. <laughs> he would put out an album called Conspiradity. <laughs> no doubt. Did you ever invent anything when you were a kid? No, not really. No. I mean, I used to muck around in the in the in the in the garage and stuff. I b- built myself a utility belt. Oh, and, yeah. And um, so I had like um, I can't remember. It was just an old belt. Like must have been my dad had a belt that had like a pocket knife pocket, but he had a few of them. So I took all the pockets off one, all the belts and put them on one belt. So I had like an old style bat utility belt, the one where you got to clip stuff in, you know. And I filled it with like my crime fighting stuff. So I had like um, I had like a little I had wound up some um, nylon rope like that was my grappling hook and I had a grappling hook in the other pocket yeah. and in the last pocket I had I spent ages I got like all those um, uh, like although remember when caps came in paper rolls like oh yeah. yeah so I got like five boxes of those and I scraped off the gunpowder from all the caps and put yeah. them all into a Kleenex and like tied it up so it looked like a Chinese dumpling and then I had a lighter and so when I got the throw it out and burn it I'd burn the gunpowder and that was going to be like my flash uh, what do they got a flash pot you know yeah. a flash pot that's pretty resourceful yeah it didn't work Pro- yeah no oh, it would have been more impressive if it worked yeah no. <laughs> the way that story should have ended is, well, is like, that's how I got third degree burns to that's my right. face that's, that's why I look like Harvey Dent from <laughs> <laughs> The Dark Knight you, in production on, right now that? okay that sounds better <laughs> okay <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Charlie and I are just realising why that radio stations tend to do their like broadcasts in soundproof rooms <laughs> and we're doing ours with a massive window open. <laughs> 
Um, it's something also that has been happening since uh, you have been here is that you have been walking into walls. How, how's that? I have. Been, how's that been going for you? It's really fucking um, annoying. They, they have in the, the, the apartment building where we're staying. They have uh, on the bottom floor full length mirrors that go from the ground obviously to the roof, and they're quite wide. And they uh, there's a few of them down the hallway it's to protect the building from vampires. I guess so. It, I guess it's to no. Honestly, I think it's obviously to create an idea of there's more space. You yeah. know, you, you put mirrors. In the hallway. The problem for me is that uh, I keep walking and thinking they're doorways, and <laughs> I've done it. I've done it three or four times yeah. where I have walked like, and gen- generally I'm like on my phone or my iPod or whatever like that, and not paying too much attention. But it's really embarrassing because the first thing, a split second before I hit the mirror, I'm like, oh, who's this guy? Oh. <laughs> Like, and I'm apologising to my reflection about half a second before I walk into it. Uh, yeah, I would have thought that seeing you come towards you would be the giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've been living in this it's building like, for hey, four no. times out, as long as you've been here, and I've not run into yeah, those walls but, once. But, no, but it's not like the mirror is set at the end of the hallway, so I have, like, 30 metres to see myself coming, going, hey, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Whoa, bang. <laughs> like, they are on the sides of the walls, and what happens, they're normally coming out of the gym, and I, instead of, and I'll, and I'll take a right and <laughs> walk into a mirror. <laughs> I'm part budgerigar, very clearly. <laughs> I've been a little bit better since I've been here. Like, the weed helps, but also the I think all this stuff that I've been, this treatment and stuff I've been getting has been helping. But, yeah, I've got the memory foam bed. I've never slept in one before. Memory it's awesome. foam. Isn't that what Batman's cape is made of in the Nolan? Also, that's it. You feel like you're in a superhero. <laughs> yeah, in the Nolan universe. The memory, it's memory cloth. Yeah, it's that's memory what, cloth. That's what Lucius explains yeah. when he shows him the cape. It's like memory cloth. Yeah. yeah with one electric charge, it becomes solid. Yeah. <laughs> Like somebody reality. should come up with a, a dance fuck the fuck arena but you know what I mean like because <laughs> there's all those like, there's the Lombarda and all those sort of sexy dances yeah but what about a, like a dance fuck the forbidden dance like a new move like the, it's a thing that, like you know like, how there's like uh, like Taibo well it could be but it could be a fitness thing as well it could be a fitness thing as well yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. flex yeah <laughs> fuck like I mean a yeah. fuck workout video I would totally, totally do wow I came up with some fucking genius ideas tonight the Kama Sutra Yes, like it would just be one of those things where to really fit people fucking, and yeah. you do it in the morning with your partner. You're like, yeah, and it's a great way for guys to get women interested in like having sex all the time fuck because, flex. like, yeah, we call it fuck flex. I don't know, like, um, you got a better one, Coitus. coitus. Fuck yeah. aside, fuck aside, fuck aside, sex aside, sex aside. That's logical. Sex aside. <laughs> of course, it's, it's, it's a bit too logical. Yeah, dude, sex aside is a bit lame. Right. I wouldn't buy something that said sex aside. Uh, what if it had two hot people having sex in it? It sounds a bit cheesy, okay. to be honest. I need something a bit more fucking... Yeah, give me some like heavy metal. Something kind of more dynamic than sexercise. Like uh, aerobics. An- 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 anal aerobics. <laughs> That's a great work. The fuck dominator. <laughs> <laughs> Just somehow. The fuck dominator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd definitely watch a video called The Fuck Dominator. But I don't know if it made me think about exercise. Would you like to use, lose 30 pounds in 30 days? Then the fuck dominator is for you. <laughs> fuck the K's away. If you felt that you didn't get a job because they said you were overweight, yeah. could you not sue them if you weren't? Uh, or is that provable? I guess it's provable, though. Like, if you weren't physically... Like, if you can't fit into the parachute or you can't... Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. If you're going to play The Flash in a Hollywood movie, <laughs> you know, the beer gut doesn't look that good. <laughs> no actor has ever sued for discrimination. I mean, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, you couldn't do it on a... Something um, where it's like, it's public that, you know, you are being discriminated against. Yeah, yeah the very nature of this business is yeah. we're choosing the most attractive people. Yeah, no one on Australian Idol got rejected, <laughs> like, sued for discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't think it's a thing. Maybe it is just religion, age, race. The only thing I've ever been discriminated against, the only thing that's... I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say. Charlie is currently reenacting his version of the King's Speech. We will get Jeffrey Rush in I, here. Honestly. And he will coach you through this. And it'll be a massive... At the end of the podcast, you will have learned the to only speak well time, enough. The yeah, only yeah. time I have been discriminated against. Yes. Does that mean I've been, someone's been discriminating against me? I can't get it. Yes. We're going to cut this whole bit. No, we're not. There we are. No, we have to leave it in. No. The, whole, the only time I've been discriminated against... Oh, yeah. fuck. Now, fuck the joke. I'm so bad, Lou. It would have been... I can't... Uh, Seriously, it. it'll be a trial. What I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, everyone. Like, now that we've brought it really down to no, this I just realised. I just realised that the actual, no one will love it. People yeah. will love it. <laughs> the only it'll thing... be triumph over adversity. Okay. It'll be like Rocky. The only, if I hum the Rocky The only time the I've been discriminated hum? against is because of lack of talent. I think that's enough silence to leave after that. To perfectly... <laughs> We're cutting that whole thing. No, bit. we're not. We are totally that was cutting perfect. that bit. No, it was horrible. No, it was good. It was horrible. Because it worked uh, on a level different to the level you were hoping it would work on. Oh, God. Uh, you know, the very, like, hold the whole passage actually proved the point you were saying, which was that you have a lack of time. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Edinburgh um, in 1999, and uh, Dave Hughes had been doing a show over there as well. We shared a house in Edinburgh, and he used to have this joke about Paul Kelly, where he'd go up to Paul Kelly, like it was a story about how he saw Paul Kelly at the, yeah, at some bar, and he'd gone up to Paul, and he'd gone, before too long, come on, Paul, you know the words, right? And so this is one of the jokes he'd been doing in his set for the whole festival. And uh, on the last night, Hughes had to go home, but Adam Hills and myself and a couple of other Aussies have gone to see Paul Kelly play in the Spiegel tent. And uh, he was playing his song Bradman, which he, at that stage, didn't play very often, but somebody who'd played with Don Bradman on some sort of tour was in the room that night so he's like what an old bloke yeah an old wow. bloke yeah so he's like because it's this special occasion I'm going to play you know this Don Bradman song wow. you know and I haven't played it for ages right so he's got through about two thirds of it and then he's forgotten some of the lyrics and this table of people across from us who are just all these Aussies have just yelled out as one oh come on Paul you know the words <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, you are just Aussies who have gone to, like, you're at the biggest arts festival in the world, and you've just gone from Aussie show to Aussie show <laughs> yeah, to right. Aussie show, and fucking good on you, <laughs> and drink that vomit, and get back and go and see another Aussie show. We have a special guest. Yeah, that's right. We totally have a guest. <laughs> A special guest. Uh, you can hear him sort of like briefly making noises in the background, but he's being professional, waiting till I actually say his name. Yeah, he's very obedient. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. You may listen to the excellent podcast, Walking the Room, that we bang on about all the time on this podcast. We have the one true star of Walking the Room uh, <laughs> <laughs> with us today, uh, Dave Anthony. Oh, Dave, welcome. You. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Welcome to Tofu. It's nice to be here. I can't yeah. believe I can't believe this is happening. What, what about it? What what came? Well, it's believe? crazy that you got I don't know how you guys heard us but it's crazy that you guys are in Australia not now but we're in Australia and that we found each other through Twitter and then we started listening to each other and now we're no, doing, yeah. it's so just weird I know how I remember how we heard you guys is because someone one of our listeners was a fan of your show and tweeted uh-huh. to say hey these guys do you know that these guys have been talking about your show yeah and so we listened to it and it's like ah alright well we're going to make contact with those guys. <laughs> and essentially this is how underground militias start yeah <laughs> So, do you hate Obama too? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's, he's a Muslim, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah, yeah. a Muslim. Yeah. 
I want to issue my condolences for the ashes. I know that was wow. Look at that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, uh, nice. that's good. It's I like that. He's done some right. research. Yeah. I like Thanks. that. It's, nice. To be honest, I don't give a shit. I'm not, oh. I'm, I'm 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 long over cricket. We, Australia was very dominant for a very long time. I got very bored, and I've lost all passion. Yeah, you guys don't have any um, sliders. Who, uh, you're missing uh, some good spinners. Spinners. <laughs> Wow. That was so close. That was so almost <laughs> there. But I actually started thinking maybe sliders, that is it? Maybe that is a cricket term. No. You guys, not, you guys didn't. Well, that, that's what's wrong. You guys yeah. don't even know that sliders yeah. is a big deal. we got to get now. some sliders. But even but, even even generally, American yeah. TV, like back home, you seem to get a lot away with a lot more stuff. Well, back home, you can, back home like you can say fuck after nine o'clock and you can say cunt after 9.30 on free to air. What? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Your eyes. I, I, why am I here? <laughs> That's right. You, you can say pitfall. cunt yeah, after 10.30? After, after 9.30. After 9.30. After so 9:30. there's a half hour window think, where you can say fuck but not cunt? Yeah, the, the, I think so. I think that's right. The 9.30 news is what called is the cunting news. Yeah. What? <laughs> Back in the day, uh, they after Jesus died, they went around and when the when the church established, they went around and bought up all the old any mention of Mary, anything that was Mary related. They bought up all those documents, found them all, acquired them, and and they disappeared. Really? Yeah. Right. yeah. Are we talking Mother Mary or Mary Magdalene? The Mary uh, Magdalene. Oh yeah, the right. wife. The, the lover. well, the, yeah, the lover. What was she? I think she's a lover, wasn't she? We she had to have been a lover you because know, if she she lover. hugged him at one point, if she had ran up and hugged him in that time, and they weren't whatever. She would have been stoned to death. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, think about that. Mm. We, are, yeah. we we've brought up Mary Magdalene more than once on the show, and we can never quite place her. Uh, and I, I should know, but so she was the the whore, the reformed that's, whore. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, she yeah, was okay. essentially. You know, she was like I guess the the old day equivalent of like one of those modern day groupies. Yeah, you know, like with like yeah you know, Motley Crue or like you know Guns and Roses or whatever. They had that. that there was famous. Yeah, groupies. she was the Penny yeah. Lane. Yeah, uh, totally. She had yeah. apparently Mary Magdalene took a cast of his cock. Yeah. <laughs> Am I? Is that it? Am I done? Yeah. Am I done? Am I done? And that's what they're keeping under the Vatican. That's the secret. If you go down all the way down to basement level four in the Vatican, it's just a room with a light shining down. And it's just a cast surrounded of surrounded by lasers, just like. <laughs> They've actually made, and this is what a lot of people don't know, uh, but now that it's obviously come out, I can reveal some of what I, I, I know about this, uh, is that uh, they got the cast, which has been passed down through yeah. the ages, and they actually are able to make dildos of Jesus's cock oh now God. from this cast. And that's why nuns don't have to marry. Because when you become a nun, they send out, like that's... I should just you get a cast of Jesus's cock. I should just yeah. and you can and that's yeah. And sometimes, sometimes if you if you walk through a, a seminary or whatever that wherever the the nuns are, you'll hear Con- one of them convent. With, convent. You'll hear one of the like, quiet at night. You'll hear a whisper. Oh, I wish they had the balls too. <laughs> Well, that's that's why they actually have to take the vow of silence early on because being fucked by Jesus's cock is so like. Well, they are the brides of Christ. Yeah. Well, exactly. And yeah, if so the brides are good, yeah. it's kosher as we. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's can... there in the name. They're called the brides mm-hmm. of Christ. They're married to yeah. Jesus. If you can't pleasure yourself with a modern day replication of his cock, right. Then what good is there being enough? Well, could, I mean, they do do that, don't they? They market like porn stars' cocks. You can yeah. get. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so, yeah and vaginas. So yeah. what well, could they? Why don't they start marketing? 
marketing kind of like cocks of dead people. Like, could you market? Well, I think could you market? Who owns copyright over Jesus's cock? Like, if you released a dildo that was, hey, come fuck yourself with a Jesus cock. I don't think anybody owns copyright over Jesus's cock. <laughs> I think the copyright has lapsed on that. <laughs> It would be like one of those things like modern music where like maybe there's a hundred years after they die when yeah. you're allowed to make replicas of clocks. Could you imagine the the firestorm you would create on earth if you came out and said, I have a cast <laughs> of Jesus's cock. The world would go ape shit. Yeah. There would be wars. Yeah. It would be nuts. There is yeah, there's been many debates over circumcision about whether or not like, you know, it's necessary. And they always, the, the conclusion always seems to be, look, you can have a foreskin, just make sure you wash that shit. Yeah, how about you clean your cock? I know, like people need to be animal. <laughs> yeah, I know. Roll the skin back and clean it, you disgusting animal. Oh, that's where I keep my blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, I've had blueberries in there for a month. I totally forgot. It's a great place to stash your weed if you're going into a festival. <laughs> you know what? It probably would be a good place to stick your weed because when oh. they frisk you, they could go into your They jobs. don't look under your foreskin. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't look under your foreskin. But would you t- would you smoke a joint if a guy had been keeping his weed in his cock? No. No. No, I wouldn't smoke a... A, a weed cock. A weed cock. I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends if there was other weed around. I'm not saying I would have the weed cock over, like, you know, if someone else had weed. Yeah. But if it was... <laughs> If you go searching a festival for one person who's been keeping their weed in their foreskin. Yeah, I, I, it's the only way I like it. I've got some Pineapple Express. Yeah, I've got some. Uh, <laughs> has right. anyone got any weed that's weed. been in someone's foreskin? Okay, so just say yeah. you, you did, you know, you, were, you couldn't find a joint at a music festival and the only one you could find, a guy had been keeping in his foreskin and you smoked it and for some reason it was the best joint you'd ever had. Would you then uh-huh. be tempted to keep your own weed in your cock? Yeah. You know what? That is actually my fear of... <laughs> Trying anything that is perverted. <laughs> My fear of trying anything that, that you'll is like perverted it? is that I will like it and then have to do it all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's like if I was up on the, like, my fear of, like, crashing in the mountains and having to eat another human being is not that we're in the mountains and I have to eat another human being. It's that I would enjoy, enjoy the, the taste, taste of, of another Larry. human being so much yeah. that when I got back to, like, modern day society, I would constantly be eating food and just looking at it going, People I going, wish oh. this was a person. <laughs> Do you yeah. know? Right? And, yeah. and I, if I, I would be a bit like that with, yeah, cockweed. Cockweed. It, yeah. Yeah. I think we found the name of our episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cockweed. Yeah, but uh, no, I would. I, so, I, I, so does that apply to sexual things too? Like are you scared to... Uh... Well, yeah, I am like certainly in that zone like of... Like orgies and shit like that. You don't want to be... Or- you, you, you're scared of finding out your orgy, man. Yeah. yeah, like I've never even done that. <laughs> I am scared of that. <laughs> and we have uh, a special guest because this is the uh, second part it's of the, the sequel. two-parter. This is The Empire Strikes Back. Is it a sequel or is it more like a to be continued? Oh, fuck off. All right. <laughs> so it's a well, to I don't be know. Continued. Like, I mean, you could say a sequel is to be continued. Yeah, anyway. but name me a famous to be continued. Like, a sequel, like, people immediately get when you say it. Like it's a, a cliffhanger. Like, who shot JR or who shot Mr. Burns? It wasn't, it wasn't like a cliffhanger. I don't think we left any questions unanswered in the last podcast, did we? Well, we did talk a lot about what Jesus's cock would look like. <laughs> Maybe in this week we were going to reveal. What Jesus' cock looks like. On the website. Well, maybe in this week we were going to reveal that, like, they don't just have a picture of Jesus' cock. They have, like, a, a cast of, you know, Mary Magdalene's vagina that, you know, you can get as well. Dave Anthony is here. <laughs> <laughs>
That was the best intro ever. <laughs> Seamless. I really don't care if you mispronounce my name or fuck up my credits, but... It, Who is mispronouncing it, your name? It, it's happened. Well, I have Anthony. Because they go up and they... Yeah, Anthony or... Oh, or Anthony they just, or I've gotten Anderson. I've gotten Dave Anderson. Like, they forget <laughs> your last name. I was the king of not remembering people's names. Right. I would work with a guy for a week, and on Saturday, I would forget his name. Huh. Yeah, right. And I'd be like, it's uh, Jim. Um. I mean, when you, <laughs> when you have a name that is two first names, like Dave Anthony... You should be able to remember it. <laughs> no, I was going to say it's easier to forget. <laughs> you think it is easier to forget? Because, like, it's—I mean, you you hook into a surname yeah. generally because it's you, it tends to be unique. Not many yeah. people have it. When it's Dave Anthony, it's like, yeah, really. I mean, that would be hard to remember. I can yeah. imagine. Is uh, your name—is that your real name Charlie, or is it showbiz name? Charlie Clawson. That's a good name. That's a solid. Really? Do you think yeah. it's a good name? I is do. Clawson a good name? Is it? Do you get Clawson? Well, no. You know what? Americans tend to be better. Well, uh, here's the thing. It's actually pronounced Clawson. It's Danish, but. You anglicize words, obviously, uh-huh. and so the accepted anglicized version is Clausen. Right. But in Australia, more people who you know read it read it would say Clausen. But over here, people tend to get it right, Clausen, all the time. So I don't know. I like to say uh, Charlie Clausen, like yeah. really, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. a Nazi, like an angry Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I pretty much did the same thing to an old guy in the bus who was telling me off for talking on my mobile phone. It was an empty bus. This guy came and sat down next to me. I was talking to my girlfriend. And he was making the sounds of like, oh, God, like how rude. And it was like, mate, you came and sat next to me. Mm. And yeah. how is me talking on the phone any different talk to talking to someone who's sitting right next to me? Yeah, as long as you're not screaming into the phone like a maniac. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I made some point about him being scared of technology and probably dying soon, which, you know. <laughs> is there any chance that had been some sort of like, you know, he'd met some guy online and he told him that he was meeting him on a bus and he'd be the only guy sitting on the bus and he thought you were like... He wasn't like, trying to suck my dick. Like, was, it, was it a bait bus? Was it bait bus? Were you on bait bus? <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't bait bus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you not know bait bus? No. I've, oh, come on. Oh, come Do you not look at pornography? You not, have you not spent any time on the internet? Oh, <laughs> do you know? Do you know well, what aren't there all? There's all kinds of cars and buses where people pick each other yeah, up, yeah. and they have like they pull yeah. up and they go, "Oh, hello, are you interested in intercourse?" And the woman goes, "Oh, I'm surprised. Yes, I am." And yeah. then they get on and they have sex. Yes, yeah. but yeah, bait bus has a twist. Ingenious twist. Well, yeah. bait bus sounds like it's for little boys. Okay, well, you. you uh. <laughs> Uh, the boys' part is correct. What happens with bait bus is that they pick up a man. Straight man. Straight man. And in the back of the bait bus happens to be a woman. Oh, uh, a who sexy is woman. A sexy woman. Uh-huh. But her big turn on is that she likes the guy to get blindfolded oh, no. before she sucks their dick. Yeah, you don't, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't do that on a bus. No. <laughs> Not with cameras rolling anyway. No. no. So then. Oh, uh, wait, cameras, other dudes, yeah. and so a naked then lady? the blindfold goes on. Yeah. <coughs> A guy comes in and starts sucking yeah. the dick, and then the blindfold comes off, and Just that's the big climax. reveal. And then, yeah. and then does the, the guy bus. punch him, or what happens? Well, it's hard to tell <laughs> if it's set up or not. Like some of them, it's, of course, it's set up. No, I reckon some of them. Think? Some of the reactions have been like because you can see trailers of it, and they'll have like a montage, uh-huh. and some of the reactions, the guys seem genuinely kind of shocked. And I can yeah, only that's... assume within the shock they sign the release form <laughs> to say it's okay for you guys to distribute this. <laughs> Because they're so shell-shocked. Maybe they also get them to sign the release form while they're blindfolded. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the only way. Nothing makes me sign a contract quite like getting a blowjob. 
Well, you never know what you're getting with a guy, so it's got to be set up because you don't know if the guy is a crazy homophobe or – I mean, I'd probably be upset, but I'd also probably be like, oh, it wasn't a bad blowjob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was horrible. I mean, like, I was standing on the street before. Right. I've got a ride and a blowjob. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to get a blowjob from a guy, but at the same time, I didn't know, and it's a blowjob. I be- feel it might be a mistake to <laughs> sign this release. That would be the reaction that the producers of Bait Bus wouldn't want. Like, no, you're right. kind of just shrugging your shoulders and being like, oh, okay. I mean, Hey, you got me. <laughs> they don't want that. What they want is the angry, like, start swinging. Like, the, the big reaction. They do want that. that. Yeah, they want that. I mean, that's part of the entertainment is like, ha-ha, you idiot. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, they do that to the girls in the normal bang bus ones. It's yeah. like, you know, they humiliate the girls and kick them off the bus and all this kind of stupid shit. So yeah. I think it's kind of like reclaiming, you know, that kind of attitude and that, except now it's like gay men and women doing it to straight men. <laughs> I must admit that I have only ever Truly seen... Truly an unholy allegiance. I've only ever seen the two and a half minute version of the bait bus that they obviously compile out yeah. of the 45 minutes. I've only seen the bit that's Same. for free. There may well, it be seems like you, It seems like you've done a little bit more studying of bait bus. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm quite into the whole bus phenomena. Well, you're, but you're also an actor, so you like to keep up with what's current and fresh in, yeah, in well, the business. I, I'm in LA and I'm not working, so chances are I'll be, <laughs> I'll be on the bait bus very soon. So, Charlie, do you get any work when you're in the States? Well, are you familiar with bait bus? <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, the thing that always amuses me or, like, I, I, I realise that the Fox Newsers of the world have done such a good job is when you hear poor people arguing against socialism. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, That's I, I get why people yeah. living in their, you know, gold cloud castle yeah. are arguing against socialism. Yeah. You're rich. It's, you don't want other people involved in your group. It's but, the most amazing thing to watch them. Yeah, you should, the rich people should be able to do whatever they want with their money. And you're like, you don't have fucking teeth. <laughs> do you want to buy some teeth? Uh, we're going to wind it up. Yep. It's been so good. Uh, you've got to listen to Walk in the Room. It is awesome. Uh, thank you for listening to our show, of course, as usual. Tofop.com is our website where you can find all the links. Our Facebook page. And uh, uh, Tofop quotes. On Twitter, if there's a quote from the show that you want to post, the uh, tag it with uh, hashtag it with Tofop quotes, yeah. and someone runs a website and she, she puts a whole bunch of the quotes up there. That's oh, a she, is it? Yeah, oh. and um, and 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 she does it. We don't we don't know her. She just started doing it, but it's fun to see the quotes written down and going, "What the fuck were we talking about?" If you want to follow us on Twitter, that's the mm. other thing I keep forgetting to say. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Will uh, is at uh, Will underscore Anderson and Charlie at CX Clawson. Okay. Um, our guest has been uh, Dave Anthony. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave Anthony. All right, we have to close up. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. I'm Dave Anthony. <laughs>